0: All right, all ready, the show goes on all night Till the morning we dream so long Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder Just remember when you come up the show What's up?
1: Let me know when we are the, uh, good to go We're good to go Well, I mean, countdown. <laughs> you want me to restart it? Fuck it, let's start it, fuck it We're going, let's do this Okay, let's go, anyway, hello um, What you just listened to was complete shite um, What are we on? We're on the ZTG Newsburst, hello <laughs> <laughs> An idea where
2: I am. Oh man, I can fuck you up easily.
1: <laughs> you can. My my mind is a one track train train, train track thing and I, it's not it derail me and I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> hello. Um it is the CTGD newsburst. Um you are listening to me, uh, John Derby and of course uh partner in crime, Drew. How you doing, Drew? I'm doing Apart from good. being a bastard. Oh, I'm I'm good. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> what you been up to? Just
2: cracking them. Yeah, nothing much. Just uh, you know, playing Dragon s- Age. Dra- more Dragon Age. We're plowing through that stuff on uh, Phoenix Down and um, playing a few other games. Uh, uh, I had to, I got to review Mugen Souls Z. What's that? That is the sequel to Mugen Souls. Um, I oh, okay. I reviewed the first game Mugen Souls um uh that game was a pile of crap so you're looking forward to this then? Um, so far, it uh, plays a lot like Mugen Souls. So, <laughs> what, what, what is it on PC, uh, Xbox? One. Um, this is a PlayStation 3 exclusive. It's, a, uh, oh. it's from a company called Compile Heart. Compile Heart are the same developers who created uh, the Hyper Dimension Neptunia games. I reviewed all you, of those. You to like them, didn't you? Well, Hyper Dimension Neptunia 1 was really bad. I didn't enjoy it at all. But then they brought in Kenji and Afune, the same guy who made Mega Man. To help develop uh, the second game, and that one was actually way better. Um, They 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 revamped some of the mechanics as far as battle systems go and stuff like that, and it it was an enjoyable game. Now I'll I'll go ahead and say these games, Hyperdimension Neptunia and Mugen Souls, they're not my style of games. I like JRPGs, and I like. I somewhat like the battle system that they have going on, but as far as the content goes and the story and the characters, it's not my cup of tea at all. It's you know it's cutesy anime girls. <laughs> uh, you know they they I will have to give it to Compile Heart and uh, Nippon Ichi, the guys who uh, published the game. They utilize their voice actors a ton in these games i mean a lot of spoken dialogue is in these games the problem is most of the dialogue is inconsequential has nothing to do with the story and it's just there to just uh drag on you know it's and uh, that's the biggest problem i have with this game it would be okay if it was just sticking to the story and i don't know it's you know I don't think I'm embargoed. Most most of the time, Nippon Ichi games are never really embargoed, so I can talk however I want to about it. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I'm not going.
2: I'm not going to say it's a bad game. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who absolutely love those games, and um, and I can see how they would like them, but they're not for me. Um, right. but, but since I am the kind of the big JRPG player for the site, I I get stuck with these.
1: You get dumbed on a bit with them.
2: Uh, eh, it's okay. I mean, I can handle them. It's not that big of a deal. You're a big boy. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, I'm I'm reviewing another game, but I, unfortunately, I cannot talk about it. It's the Last Tinker or something like that. Um, I've played it a little bit, but um, I can't talk about it, unfortunately. Okay. Um, but other than that, I did uh, jump into MLB the Show on the PS4. That
1: was- there was some stuff over that, wasn't there, if I remember, like there was a delay with the, the digital downloads or something weird went on. Yeah,
2: you could pre-order the game and all, as well as pre-load the game, I believe, on PlayStation 4, um, and they, supposedly, Sony came out and said, this will be ready at midnight, the day it releases. Mm. Um. And unfortunately, it wasn't. In fact, I think people had to wait for the PlayStation Store to update before they could download it. And yeah, because it,
1: it updates quite late if in the States anyway on, on the Tuesday, doesn't it? Normally, yeah. a lot of people are saying it's like sort of 6 or 7 p.m. Um, U.S. time kind of thing. Eh, it depends. They've actually done a little bit better of a job. It's usually updated
2: by around 4 or 5 o'clock p.m.
1: But this is this is the first game that you've been able to preload since 1.7, right? I want to say yes. Um, because so this you know, this that could just last be a, week, a glitch. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They, you know, a lot of people were a lot of people on Twitter kind of went up in arms about it, and I mean, I understand why. I mean, some people, people who are really into MLB, you know, they might have took the day off to play that game, and you know, and yeah, they might have got pissed about that, and I can totally understand that. So, um, but I, I got a retail copy. I went to GameStop and got one. And um, for a person like me who hasn't watched a baseball game in I don't know how long, I'm actually really enjoying that game.
1: Yeah, well, it's always the go-to game, isn't it, for um, baseball fans? I guess Ryan absolutely loves it, doesn't he? At the current moment, that's
2: the only baseball game there is. Now, I think it's weird, isn't
1: it? That it's like Sony have got the exclusive on that, and it's—I mean, I, I don't—I won't pretend to know anything about baseball or its influence in American culture, but it's, I take it's a big sport, it's, you know, probably not as big as American football, but still huge.
2: It's still considered America's greatest pastime, so, I mean, it's, it is a, a huge, huge sport in the United States, um,
1: and in Mexico, uh, Mexico and and japan japan yeah i do know about that yeah you often see uh whenever you see like you watch youtube and there are lots of funny videos on there and one of them is that maru the cat i often like watching those and that's a japanese cat and often lying about is a lot of american football memorabilia it's it's weird i wonder what what the appeal is you mean baseball Baseball, that's what
2: I meant. Yeah. At, at they uh, J- Japan really likes to play baseball. They have baseball teams and stuff like that, and they're actually really good. You know, I mean, I, oh, okay. I want to say the Little League World Series, which is kind of like the, I think it's 13 to 14-year-olds. I can't, don't hold me to that, but uh, they have a, Little League is a huge thing over here in the United States. You know, it's uh, kids play kind of like recreational ball um, and uh, Little League Baseball is, is pretty big. They even have a World Series. And uh, when they have the Little League World Series, they have teams from Mexico and teams from Japan come over to the United States, and they play against the American teams, stuff like that, and there's this huge tournament. Um, so, yeah, uh, Japan and Mexico, they're they're pretty big players in the, uh, sure. in, the, in the baseball scene.
1: It just seems just an odd thing for Sony to get an exclusive on with, when it comes to sport. But, you know, fair play to them, uh, you know, from what I gather, they they do it justice, and uh, the games are normally received well. So, mm.
2: yeah, the show's always known for its quality.
1: Mm. Um, anything else? Uh, no, nah, that's, that's pretty much uh, it. Well, I finished a Light*. Yeah, that game is amazing. That I I will stand by um the stuff I said on on this week's podcast uh, for M4G. It it. Is stunning a stunning game. The ending is really really good um <clears throat> I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what will come under that downloadable content section on the game
0: okay.
1: um, I don't think ubisoft have announced anything uh, as yet uh, But there is that big, you know downloadable content section. So something's coming um I would recommend anyone who plays it and enjoys it to find all of the notes. Uh, there are 16, I think it's 16 anyway, uh, 16 pages that you can find around the world and you kind of read them in order. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's, it gets a bit weird and it may allude to what's coming in DLC, but um, it, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. And anyone who likes any kind of RPG... Um, you should go and get that because that for, for how much they charge like, like 12 quid or 15 bucks it's it's worth two or three times out you know i've i've played worse full price games um how many hours uh, I, still was think it? That's, I i couldn't tell you because i'm i i don't know how you find out i don't know if there's a stat on the playstation that will tell you but <clears throat> it's it's lengthy i mean i have it took me about four sittings over about four or five days okay um, and I would I would definitely say plus ten hours. Okay. And um, so it's it's not thin by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think it's just the right length. Um, I think if DLC does come out, I will certainly be ready for it. I'm not going to go straight back in and new game plus it. Um, but I will definitely be ready for some more when if should they bring anything else out you know, over the coming months um, Definitely worth it uh, That's all I've played really um, I played a little bit of power style golf. I kind of keep going back to that every so often. It's an enjoyable game um, and, uh, Yeah, that's it. Um, I was hoping well, sorry go
2: on. I was gonna ask you you have a 3ds, right? Yes, I do um, <laughs> Might I suggest Mario golf?
1: I've played the demo mm-hmm. No. No? No, I'm not. I'm No, I don't know why. It's not It's not caught me um, as I hoped it would. That's why, I mean, I got the demo for that purpose, so that I can um, uh, give it a try out. And it, it just, I don't know, It's maybe this, all the settings aren't there. Maybe it's just not a great experience I'm having because it is only a demo. Maybe it's limited in some way, but I wasn't feeling it.
2: Hmm. Okay, well, I mean, you know, different strokes. Uh, I'm really. Oh, I no, am no I'm, Different I'm really, <laughs> Ah, look at that. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Um, but yeah, I'm
1: actually really enjoying that game. What I didn't like is the fact. Uh, maybe it is again. Maybe it's the way I'm. I've got it set up. But when playing, you've got the the click system. Uh-huh. It doesn't. It automatically stops where it's meant to at the end, and I kind of that uh, takes of the challenge out. So you you press it once and it shoot you you swing uh-huh. you press it and then obviously you put to, the, to power the shot and then it'll come back to do the accuracy but it stops dead on I don't need to press anything and it's like oh, I it's taking some of the fun out of it maybe it's a setting again I don't know what this game ha- the demo has that the game doesn't but I don't know I just wasn't feeling it
2: eh, well that's all right I'm I, you know like I said anybody out there uh, definitely try out the demo at least I think. Um I, I'm, I'm really enjoying that game. I kind of went into it blind. Um, I'm, I'm sure
1: it's a you know for as a golf game, it's probably you know uh, entirely confident. But I kinda get I get my golf fix out of Power Star, so okay. and uh, I think that's probably why. Maybe I haven't got room. I haven't got room in my life for two golf games. <laughs> I don't know. I saw um, Giant Bomb do a quick look on the golf club which is a new game on pc that's being greenlit at the moment and it's more of uh a, a golf simulator in the vein that they used to be as opposed to less of a you know power style golf for the mountain you know the 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 funny side of it or the you know the
2: arcade the, side the, yeah.
1: yeah um and that's coming out apparently for xbox one and, and ps4 it looks absolutely g- gorgeous so uh, and it's got the ability to edit create your own golf courses and um it looks like it's in real early stages at the moment but um that could be promising especially on the consoles. Right. Um but uh, as I say at the time I think I'm I'm a one golf man. I understand. <laughs> well so let's have a little chat about the news, shall we? Already? It's been a few interesting stories. Uh we'll get onto the meteor stuff later on, but uh there has been some new games announced. Um one of them was after the show uh recorded last week or was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was after the yeah. show. Yeah, it was um it obviously the big one, Call of Duty, uh, advanced warfighter, fair modern Titan Man fall thing. Um It's uh kevin spacey essentially kevin spacey kevin spacey kevin spacey. It's a lot kevin spacey Um, I can see why they chose him clever move. He is kind of um Flavor of the month at the moment ever since uh, House of cards has been a critical success. Um, he pretty much is a is you know, you think netflix you you think kevin spacey And he's an incredible actor um I kind of are, in, are, are interested mm-hmm. in, in it. I think mean, the trailer looked really good. It looks very nice. certainly looks a lot better than Ghosts. Uh, this is made by Sledgehammer. So this is their first time they've had a um, their own crack of the whip. They did help out with Ghosts. I'm not sure what part, whether it was multiplayer or any of the single-player components. Um, but they ha- helped out with Ghosts with Infinity Ward and uh now they've got their their own uh shot at it and i mean you i mean i'm asking sort of the wrong person here because your love of call of duty died many many years ago um is there anything about that trailer got you remotely interested <laughs> i take that.
2: then. All right, here's the deal. I love Kevin Spacey. I think he's a fantastic actor. I've loved most of his movies he's ever been in. Um K-Pax? Yeah, I like K-Pax.
1: Okay.
2: I like K-Pax. You know, I liked uh, uh American Beauty. Uh American
1: Beauty is brilliant. I yeah, mean the guy's the guy is incredible. Yeah, the guy, the
2: guy is a fantastic actor. You know, I think yeah. he I think he does a great job. And uh, it that,
1: looks like him as well. It looks he looks really
2: good. Yeah, they're it's straight like, up mo-capturing him
1: they they're saying it's running on the um xbox 1 game footage engine it's it's running an engine yeah um, which again just goes to maybe show the leaps even from ghosts to advanced warfare warfare and i'm always going to say warfighter.
2: warfighter yeah
1: it's a fucking stupid name if you ask me they should have i know they wanted to keep the warfare and they would have had exactly the same problem if they'd done Future Warfare, because of there are games that have a similar title to that, but I'm always going to get that bloody mistake. Um, so, it's... What was I? I've lost my train of thought again.
2: You were asking me, do I have any interest in it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I, will I play it? Probably not. I mean... That it, unless it comes to our press account on Steam, then I probably won't because i I did play ghost I played like the first like thirty minutes of ghosts just the campaign and so i
1: I've just recently completed that yeah like the campaign and there were moments, but it was it is the problem that you find and is it it's it's the same thing. It's like a, you know, they say, oh, it's like a Michael Bay for games. It, it, that is exactly what it is. Yeah. It is a um, an experience from start to finish with high points and low points, just like a Michael Bay movie, devoid of any real content, just like a Michael Bay movie. Um, and that's the problem. Is that I Ghost was okay. I thought some of the stuff they brought in, like Riley the dog, I actually thought those parts were were quite cool um, and a little bit different, but it. Other than the fact that I knew it was a short campaign, there was nothing spurring me on. I wasn't invested yeah. in the story, and and that's where it seems to fall down for me over the last few years. Um, I think Black Ops Two was uh, sorry Black Ops C, um, the first one was the last time I actually was you know interested or cared about any of the characters in there because I thought that was a really clever yeah, yeah story yeah but I yeah, you know it's
2: the the, the characters in any of the Call of Duties are kind of just, you know, they don't they don't really matter. I mean, if you wanted to make a military shooter that that with characters that you cared about, I mean, they they have one. It's called Spec Ops: The Line.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a great game. That's a, that's have, a fantastic thought,
2: game. That, yeah. That's that's a game that know, is
1: it's a third, it's a third person shooter as well. Well, this which is true. It, the difference I find is that. I have trouble caring... I mean, there are some characters in Call of Duty that I kind of I care about. Price is always one, but he's an ongoing character um, and has had many faces over the years. Um, the guy who um, they, they burnt at the end of Modern Warfare 2, Ghost. the one who wore the... Goat, oh, Ghost, yeah, there you go. his name. He, his
2: name is Ghost. I, Ghost, Ghost.
1: Yes. I, I thought he was quite a good character, quite mysterious, and, and was interesting. um but it's you. I find it hard to get invested in the character that you're playing when I can't see the character I'm playing, and that's kind of inherent with all first-person shooters, of course. Um, well, for the most part,
2: the, your character is a silent protagonist. You yeah, know. There's, it, it, he has
1: no it, yeah. voice at all. And it, Ghost is the same. I mean, your brother's a talky, talky man, man, but you say nothing. And again, it's hard to. Empathize with the character where you don't even know what he sounds like, um, and you know you can't see him.
2: I don't, I don't know. People will argue that Half Life Two is one of the best stories ever made.
1: And again, silent protagonist. Yes, um, it, I think it's Call of Duty is becoming tired. Ghosts has proven that. It, I don't think it sold anywhere near as well. It probably did sell a lot, but didn't sell as well as like Black Ops Two and its previ- uh, previous previous uh, games this may be an attempt to try and <clears throat> you know win some people back you know it's got kevin spacey we're going to um, we're going to have this interesting tech because it's all future um you know you've got the the exoskeleton suits that allow you to Titanfall fall jump you've got your um your walk on wall gloves or sorry, um climb on wall gloves and that'll be cool if it, if any of that stuff makes it into the multiplayer because at the end of the day that's what people care about yeah but I, I, you know, I do like playing a Call of Duty single-player campaign. I just haven't felt moved by one for quite some time.
2: Right. I mean, well, here's here's a good question. Um, so they've always done, back whenever I played Call of Duty, you had the Infinity Ward games and you had the Treyarch games. Yep. Now, the Infinity Ward games all followed the same kind of story, while the Treyarchs were kind of like a spin-off. A now, spin-off. now, I know that they had, you know, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare mm-hmm. 2, those were connected um, with World at War being not connected. Yeah. But then they you then they brought Black Ops and Black Ops 2 which but, is set in the future. But but wasn't Black
1: Ops <clears throat> connected to World at War in some way? I think so. Yes, I think Reznov was a character in both, maybe. So, so
2: here here's the question. We had Black Ops 2 2 years ago, which was obviously connected to the Treyarch games. Uh, um, And then we had Ghosts. Was Ghosts
1: part of the Modern Warfare storyline? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, both Black Ops 2 and Ghosts have a future feel to them. They've got future elements. So Black Ops 2 is kind of set in the past and the future. Uh, Ghosts is primarily in the future. I don't think Ghosts is tied to anything. I mean, that's... I mean, if I remember rightly, Modern Warfare, well, modern no, Black Ops Two is a, it's similar. It's where like you know the um, I don't know if it's Arabians or a Middle Eastern. You um, see, this is they, much, all, I, they, I, yeah, I, yeah, they
2: all they fucking run together. That's the thing.
1: But, but so you've got um, if I'm if I wrote Black Ops Two was a Middle Eastern threat takes over the computer systems that run the american security drones and things like that and that's one future but in ghosts it's south american forces joined together to take on uh and attack america but that's probably around about the same sort of timeline so Um, they there's got to be separate and then obviously this um advanced warfare is well, maybe Advance Four Warfare will tie into Modern Warfare.
2: But will it? Maybe but that, will it tie into Ghosts? Because technically, no, ghosts, ghosts is supposed to be part of the Modern Warfare timeline. If we're going by, you know, there's a Modern Warfare, then there's Black Ops, and then there's a Modern Warfare, then there's I, Black
1: yeah, Ops. Yeah, they they're throwing me right out. But I mean, maybe that's what I don't know. Maybe that's what they need to do. But the problem is, is that you've got these alternative games. One. Why call them Call of Duty at that point? It's like, well, they're separate timelines. Why isn't it just Modern Warfare? Why isn't it just Ghosts? Why because isn't it just... <laughs>
2: it's a brand, name, that's dude. That's that.
1: yes. yeah, no, nobody know. calls that's it,
2: that's I'm going to go play some Modern Warfare. No, this, uh, I'm going to go play some Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. It's He's kind of a, a victim of his own success when it comes to the branding. And, of course, Activision are going to uh, flog eggs. That's what they do, and, and why wouldn't they? They make billions of dollars out of it. But it, it, uh, yeah, it gets to the point where it is. You, at this point you could have the modern warfare timeline, you could have a ghost timeline, you can have the black ops timeline, and a possibly an advanced warfare timeline, all of which could take place in similar times but in different universes, and it does get a bit, yeah, weird. So, um, I, I don't know, I'm, and it looks nice, and I'd like to think that, because this is a Sledgehammer's game, they're going to try and make a real good go of it, show that they belong in the same lineup as Infinity Ward and Treyarch, and maybe do something different, it needs that, it is, I mean, you've got, Destiny will already been out two months by the time this comes out, and and we'll talk about that in a, in a little while, but that is looking amazing, and that that's looking like an MOO for people who don't even know what an mmo is and they look it looks like they'll love it um so it's got some stiff competition i don't think ea is going to come out with anything other than some stuff they're going to show at e3 um their shooter now at the moment is uh next big one is battlefront and i don't we don't even know if that's this year i would assume it will be but we'll see um they Call of Duty needs to do something different to, to re- remain on top of the pile, I yeah. think, because people are going to get bored with that name, that name, because it's been every year for, what, um, since 2004? Um, it's yeah. It's, you know, 10 years every year. People will move on, because if the gameplay and the stuff that you bring to the table doesn't change enough, People get bored, and someone else will come along and do something different that people get excited over.
2: If they if they were still numbering the Call of Duties, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare would be Call of Duty Eleven.
1: Crazy,
2: they've almost caught up to Final Fantasy.
1: <laughs> At least Square Enix have the decency to not release one every f- um, year and do yeah, it every five. Yeah, yeah. Instead, Final Fantasy first came out in '88, so yeah, you can yeah. see how long it took. <laughs> Um, we've talked a little bit too long about that. There are other games that have been announced this week. Uh, we had Sherlock Holmes, Crime and Punishment. That's one for you, Drew. You love those games. <sighs> <laughs> the Testament
2: of Sherlock Holmes, I'll put it this way, the last one that came out, they released a trailer that made it look like L.A. Noir. Very gr- is it? Yeah, no. Very, very, well, <laughs> all right, I'll put it this way. It's very gritty, and I give it that. It's very gritty. I mean, Sherlock Holmes is solving very gruesome crimes people be, being mutilated and stuff like that mm. and yeah i mean yeah sure that that's that's all well and good i think the storytelling was very good but man the character models were really bad and it was. these
1: are next gen these the were, sherlock holmes crime and punishment is for next generation as well i, I understand that
2: um <laughs> but uh it's uh you know it's just uh it's one of those games where a lot of people will like it because it has a decent story and you know the, the investigation stuff is kind of cool but it, it it just it just kind of reeks of low quality of budget mm. you know and um mm. yeah I mean it, it, whatever you know it, it, Sherlock Holmes there's people out there that still dig Sherlock Holmes I mean hell there's there's two television shows based on Sherlock Holmes <laughs> right now both
1: very good yeah um, yeah in their own rights um Unreal Tournament also rose its head um, above the parapet and declared that free-to-play is the way to go. Um, so Epic announced that they are working on a new Unreal Tournament. Um, it's for PC, Mac, and Linux. No consoles anywhere near that, which is fair enough. But it, it, although it did, uh, Unreal 3 came out uh, for consoles, it, it really is uh, more suited to... Uh, to keyboard and mouse and, and the people who play on pcs and, and the like um but it's going to be free to play so that's a bit weird maybe mm, yeah uh
2: i'm sure there's going to be something that they can get money off of obviously
1: oh no there's there's going to be microtransactions obviously that it that's going to happen um anyone who thinks it doesn't is is definitely you know out of their mind people don't just make games for the sheer hell of it, they they make to make they make them to make money. Um, microtransactions, I'd imagine, but they 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 can learn it one of two ways. They can do it the uh, dota way or dota way, which is um, you know and stuff skins and stuff like that. Um, they could do it the uh, you know um, what the, what's that company called? those really shit company that makes Candy Crush. Oh, oh, king 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 that's it you can do it that way um what they have said though is that you will uh, be able to create your own content hmm. and mods and stuff um so that's pretty cool um, i mean i haven't played uh, i think last time i played an unreal game it was probably early 2000 and sort of not you know 2000 2001 maybe um, <clears throat> excuse
2: me. I played Unreal Tournament three on the. Um, I
1: didn't. No, no. Plus I think
2: 3. Unreal two. I
1: think I was the last one I played.
2: I played. I, I was always more of a Quake guy. Fair enough. So um, you know, I was I was a huge into Quake three arena. God, played that game so much. Uh, that was back in my old fifty six k days. Where I I was a master of knowing when lag was about to hit, and knowing to shoot, kind of in front of where the guy was, instead of where he was. Ah,
1: uh, tactical shooting for lagging. There yes. you go. Yeah, yeah. Those were the days. Indeed. <laughs> um, I I can't. I mean, it was such a long time ago. I can't remember if I was any good. I I, I probably not because it was keyboard and mouse, and I really never got on with that. But, um. But I'm sure there are a lot of people excited over this. I'm, I'm not one of them, but I can uh, appreciate those. You know, there's there's a real uh, fan base out there, a huge, huge fan base who are probably gasping for more. And so, you know, Epic coming out and saying that you know it's going to support mods, they're going to you know really develop into the mod community and, and allow people to um, you know, create content and even sell content as well. Um, and that could be one of the Ways that they'll get money from some sort of kickback from that, possibly. Um, more information will emerge over time, but, you know, it, it's fun to, for those interested. Um, also, there was a trailer, a gameplay trailer, the first gameplay trailer we seen for Sunset Overdrive. That yes. came out yesterday, which is Insomnia Games' uh, Xbox One exclusive. Right. Um, Weird, weird cycle of life Insomniac have had obviously Sony bedfellows for many a year um, Then they created Fuse Which um Wasn't well received And that was A yeah. multi-platform um, Third person generic shooter um, Didn't kind of For me, I, I played a little bit of it It didn't really have That Insomniac touch
2: Well you know what there's an interesting little side note to that. Fuse originally had a completely different art style. had it did, yeah.
1: Different Yeah, it had, the different, char- was, you know, it um, had different
2: characters. Borderlands, was like wasn't it? It, it, looked, it looked a little looked bit like, a, like Borderlands, yeah. like you could play as like a military guy or a, a detective and an assassin and stuff like that. And it was, it looked like an Insomniac game, you know, kind of like goofy characters, but still kind of tried to stay a little edgy as far as like violence goes and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, they always had that kind of charm to them where it was like a. Almost like a PG thirteen kind of cartoon. A not look in the wink. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Nodal. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know
2: what you mean. Um, and it looked really great, and it was something that I would totally would have played. But then they, for some reason, they said they wanted to change it. They they wanted to call of duty by it, and make it just all oh, military stuff. And I was just
1: and it, it was lackluster. Yeah. Uh, um. And then obviously the move to an Xbox One exclusive. So, Sunset Overdrive is... Well, to be fair, they announced it last year at E3. Yeah, there was a little bit of a video there. Uh, all sort of CG rendered. Um, kind of... It looked a bit too fucking hipster, if you ask me. Okay. Um, shooting records out of your f- record gun. And, um, and nothing's been seen of it since, until now. Which it strikes me slightly odd because you're a month away from e3 wh- why not leave the gameplay to that but maybe they um they've got some proper gameplay footage uh, to show at um microsoft E 3 conference it, it, it actually looks quite good i'm i'm kind of on board with it now it's got this kind of it is a cartoony art style um it it reminds me a little of the art style from brutal legend but more colorful more defined um certainly better looking and it's essentially from what i can tell it's a third person action shooter game that um basically relies on your movement and momentum along the game world and also the weapons that you'll have at your disposal and we are back to the bonkers weapons so we've got that record gun that was sort of shown and we've got these uh um bazookas you know explode in a ball of orange mess we've also got um a gun that shoots remote control helicopters that have handguns hanging from them it's really yeah they've they've kind of gone right out there with some of this stuff um and it looks really nice yeah it looks it looks really cool it, it certainly looks if you know the gameplay it does look incredibly smooth um i looking at it that to me looks like a next gen game yeah you know it's it just so crisp and it's got a real cartoony feel to it um and oh yeah i'm kind of looking forward to seeing some more of it yeah uh, obviously you can you can visit the uh um official xbox um website for the video and also insomniac's website as well uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you've got any box one it it could be quite cool nothing said about what the story is going to involve it seems like in the kind of an open world um a game that basically you're just fighting through hordes of uh, mutated people um and the mutate you know the mutations themselves are also quite wild and wacky um there's a guy who's got a uh, like a, a leaf blower fused as one of his arms yeah and it throws out this acid, which is just game really colorful really weird and yeah. and and crazy so it, it looks really good that's the
2: that's the thing that got me about it was that it's it's so bright it looks like you know california uh it reminds me it of california
1: it looks Calif- like a sun kissed advert yeah yeah
2: it's it's real bright colorful um but it's very violent you know you're you're shooting essentially mutants or zombies whatever you want to call them from what i understand mm-hmm. from what i gathered the story it is the apocalypse um and uh, apparently this corporation created this energy drink that turned people into mutants. Mm. And so and a lot of people drank this and then got turned into a bunch of mutants and now they're taking over the city and you play as this guy who is trying to survive but also runs into different factions. Like there's a faction that uh, has went back to kind of like feudal Japan and act like samurais and then there's a, a mm. faction that acts like a bunch of LARPers. And stuff like that. So it looks goofy. It has like goofy looking art style, goofy looking characters, um, and I like that about it. But I also like that it's ultra violent. Yeah. You know, but not
1: in a blood way. It's just crazy I mean, violent. It's, yeah, it's it's,
2: like, it's crazy violent. But I mean, you can still shoot a dude, and he will explode into bits. But it's it, it's. It, you know they explode into orange bits instead of mm. blood red bits and it's just And that's
1: what you want if you want a, a shooter which essentially this is a third person shooting game do something different yeah. then this is it you know make this world crazy colorful you know exciting make the weapons fun and obviously Insomniac have that history of really creative weaponry um one thing they didn't go into is the multiplayer. There's obviously going to be some co-op mode. I think that game is built for co-op, and, and multiplayer is probably going to be a lot of fun. Maybe that's the sort of stuff they're going to save yeah. for
2: E3. Okay, um, before we run off, there was one other thing about that video. If anybody hasn't seen that video, go watch it. One of the things that that, that kind of sold me on it was their, their dynamic respawning which they showed this showed your character. Um. Yes, yeah, they showed your character respawn like three times. One of them was Excellent. a a coffin came up out of the ground and he kind of walked out of it like a zombie and then started walking around like he was playing the game again. There was one where like a van kind of just raced onto the screen and then they opened the door and really threw nice. you, threw you out and then drove off and then he got he got dropped out of a UFO and then the, that, the yeah, UFO I flew off. off. I was like, okay, that's kind of fucking awesome yeah it's
1: it's really really clever yeah that's
2: that 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 right there i'm like man i really wish there was a price drop on that xbox one
1: it'll happen and i do think it'll happen i think that i got feeling there might be something about that e3 um it's got me excited and i'll be i mean as i say there's probably going to be um loads more stuff at e3 and i'm hoping that because it is set for this year i believe Later on in the fall, I'm hoping that Gamescom will have it playable, because that's definitely one that I'll I'll want to rush up to. Um, So we've heard the new stuff. Let's have some of the bad news. Um, Two delays. Uh, These are pretty big delays. Uh, Firstly, and I have to bow down and eat a little bit of humble pie, because Ken did call this. Uh, when I said I was excited for it and it was coming out in June, he said, that's never going to happen. I said, no, they've dated it. And he said, they're never going to happen. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online for consoles has been delayed by six months, um, which is a huge, huge delay, especially since as the the PC one's already out there. Um, they have apologized. It, they've basically said it, it needs more work. We need more time on it they are offering people who were looking forward to it but waiting um the ability to buy the pc version and if they've got a pc or a mac of course and they will then get a discount on getting it for the console as as kind of a uh a sorry kind of thing right uh, i would imagine that at that point they'd allow you to import a character, character over from from the pc or mac version um it's bad news for for elder scrolls fans especially ones waiting for that you know, it's it was set for June, you know, a month or so away, and it w- was at a time where there would be little else to go against, with the exception of maybe Watchdogs, and um, they're going to miss. It. And you're talking about end of the year now. Are they even going to bother at the end of the year? Will they think that that's too much of a minefield to actually try and venture out onto? Maybe they'll delay it till early next year.
2: I'm telling you right now, and you can mark my words on it they're delaying this so they can get a free-to-play model ready. Do you think... I care and fucking it.
1: I mean, do we know what the numbers are like for the for the sort of first month of the PC and Mac version?
2: I don't think they came out and said anything, but I don't think they're phenomenal. I mean, I think a lot of people got it, but I don't think people stuck around for month number Hours, two. 30 days, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what you think? You think it's, it's they're just basically on back to the drawing board, drawing board when it comes to the, the financial model on it? I mean, I'm
2: sure that they're working out bugs and stuff too while they're doing this, but I guarantee you by the end of the year, which I said it to begin with whenever I played it, because I played some of it, and this game is free to play. It's going to have to be. If they want to survive, they're going to have to make it free to play, otherwise they might as well just close up the servers now.
1: Do you reckon that the game will still be purchased so you, they're going to sell the game, but they're then yeah. going to just say it's free-to-play, as in no uh, no, no subscription, subscription
0: fee?
2: Yeah. That's, wow. that's I mean, that would be the best way to do it. I know that they'll probably lose their ass on that, but you'd probably get more players
1: that way. Well, I should imagine that Bethesda are hoping that the all of that Facebook suing money will uh, uh, make up for the loss of finances on the development of this game, I'm sure. Um... The other game that's been delayed is uh, Dying Light, which is kind of a spiritual successor to Dead Island, yeah. uh, set for Xbox One and uh, PS4 this year, uh, made by um, Techland, Man. and obviously uh, published by... Uh, Silver, Deep Silver, now has been pushed back to 2015. No firm date as yet, I believe, but uh, you know this is probably at least a three, four months delay. And it looked good. I mean, I'm sure PewDiePie is incredibly sorry that it's been delayed, but um, it it kind of looked, it looked really nice. I'm not sure about the um, the free running first person thing. Uh, I never got on with Mirror's Edge, which it reminds me of and but it did look very nice and uh, it could have been quite interesting so we're just gonna have to wait a little bit longer for it unfortunately i was actually really excited for that because unlike some people i absolutely love dead island i kind of i liked the first one um i didn't play the second i liked the first one up until about halfway when i suddenly realized that i'm just doing the same stuff over again and kind of got bored with it but it, it certainly was interesting for the first half of the game i'm not gonna deny that yeah um, next story: Activision um, they announced this week that, over I believe, the lifetime of the Destiny franchise, they have set aside half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of cupcakes that's a lot now there are obviously people out there working out how many copies of destiny have to be sold to break even um this isn't just one game this is a franchise uh hey um bungie have already said that this is a 10-year project um i don't know how much something like Call of Duty would cost to Develop and uh, Publish and market um, I'm sure it's not half a billion But it's probably Two three hundred Million maybe Do you think Yeah And You know they It, I, I, it sounds like a lot of money But I don't think it actually Is um, I don't expect Destiny to sell Call of Duty numbers. No. Especially to start off with. I don't think it will be a poor seller by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think it will probably do incredibly well. But it is a new IP. You know, Call of Duty sold moderately okay until Modern Warfare. And then it all blew up. So it was that catalyst for it. Um, So I, I don't... Um, I don't see Destiny suddenly breaking out and running across the finish line. This is a slow burn, and I I think that's a reasonable amount. You know, marketing's going to be a big thing. Activision have always been, well, uh, they've always been very um, aggressive with marketing. They're very aggressive with marketing the games they want to market. There have been games ever uh, published and haven't marketed at all, Singularity being one of them. Um, so that. You know, they've got a lot of market and cloud. That costs a lot of money. Um, you know, Destiny's been in development, what, three, four years now?
2: No, probably longer than that, to be honest with you.
1: It's It's been a while. Yeah. So, you know, I don't see this as that big a thing. And I don't expect Activision are expecting to turn that, you know, that profit. Within six months, but they can it's nice that they can see the bigger picture But they've said that this we have faith in Bungie. We have that much faith. We're giving them All of this control we're giving them All of this time, you know 10-year cycle, and we're giving them at least this much money I think that's that's quite good. Activision know that they've got a good they you know could have a potential real long burner here one that goes for a while and you won't get games every year you know that's um you know i know it you know activision do that with their big franchises but this let's face it isn't an activision game they're just publishing it yeah and funding it this is a bungee game and they will take their sweet time that you know that 10 year cycle is probably three games so it's it's good um I've been sort of following it because there's been a lot of news over the last few weeks in regards to Destiny. They released some more screenshots and some more video and some more information. It is getting me excited. It's it's looking more interesting each time they leak a, uh, a little bit out. It's They're very good. They're very much like Rockstar when it comes to holding back information Yeah, until they want it. And to a point where people are absolutely gasping for info, so they had that big dump of information last week. Uh, they've got the uh, information this week about Activision, how much pumping in, and also the beta. The beta has been dated, kind of. Um, we all know that the PS4 is getting better beta early uh, than than Xbox One or Xbox, and um, they've said July.
2: Okay.
1: So for me. I think both versions are out in July, which means I think that you'll see the PS4 version earlier in July and the uh, Xbox version sort of maybe a couple of weeks later. A lot of people are saying July 7th, because I apparently, I mean, I don't know why, because I'm not a big Halo fan, but apparently that's Bungie's day. July 7th is it, that's Bungie day,
2: Okay.
1: apparently. So everyone seems to think that'll be July 7th. But we'll uh, probably no more E3. Um, there was a little bit of controversy this week when Sony announced some information about Drive Club, and specifically the PS Plus version, which, as everyone can remember, at E3 last year, they said, oh, you know, you, all the PlayStation Plus members are going to get this game at launch for free. Um, it's only going to be slightly watered down, and it's going to allow you to get every trophy. You're not going to miss too much out of this, and the other obviously everything happened, it got delayed it finally get dates gets dated for October and they've also amended what you're getting on the PS Plus version now, what you're going to get is a fifth of the game so you're going to get five cars I think ten tracks and one country which I believe, I think is oh, what did they say? you get the twos no, I don't think you do. Oh. You get, I think it's Asia you get, and that's it. So you get, there are, you get basically, um, to say 10 cars out of the 50 they're going to have on this. You've got 10 tracks out, oh, was it five cars out of the, okay, but it's a fifth. It works out of a fifth. Not a lot. Some would even go as far as to say it's seldom uh, more than a, a demo. They then announced that those who wished to um, bump up their version from the PS Plus to the full version, allowing them access to everything, um, could do so, and they could download it, and they'll get a discount. Not a very good discount. It was, uh, I believe, forty two ninety nine in the UK, forty nine ninety nine in the US, which isn't that. It's like a ten dollar discount yeah. essentially. It's not a bloody lot. Interestingly, that same blog article stated that, that you only got access to that even after paying that amount whilst your subscription was live. That was the kicker and everyone went nuts. Yeah, that's that's, that's crap. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah,
1: Because even if you, anyone who's a PS Plus member is, um, you get the sales on and full price games will go down in sale, but as I- a PS Plus member, you normally get a 10 to 15 20% discount. Now, it does state when you download those, you will still keep that game if your subscription ends. You're getting the discount for being a Plus member, but unlike the PlayStation Plus instant game collection, the game is yours to keep if your membership lapses.
2: Well, I mean, you money was exchanged for that, so you are yeah. still
1: paying for an item exactly. So everyone went nuts over that, and I can see why. Not only have they kind of screwed us on this demo, um, and you know, I I don't think it's as uh, it's a demo, but it's also a lot less than they originally promised. Um, but to then say, well, you can have you can upgrade it. It'll cost you this much, but you're going to have to keep your PlayStation Plus membership. Was a bit bad. They have since come out and stated that this is now not the case
0: yeah.
1: and they understand that by doing that they had made an error and misjudged the situation. You mean you tried to get away with it, putting it in the small print of a blog that no one, you know, no one was really reading that part. Um, you were essentially doing a Microsoft at E3 last year um, and you got caught with your pants down and now you're going to have to go back. And that's when I, Thing is, every, and I tweeted this. Everything I hear about Drive Club makes me more and more excited for Forza team, Forza Horizon Team, hmm. because I, you know, it it looks phenomenal, but you know, all of this stuff—the delays, um, you know, the the key members leaving, the reduction of the studio, even—and this game is still six months, five months from release, and all of that stuff goes on, and I don't know. Uh, it's a it's very good chance that Forza Horizon 2 is going to be announced at E3 for Xbox One later this year, and Forza Horizon is probably my favourite racing game, and I'm getting more excited for that, and Drive Club isn't doing anything to entice me. I mean, for a start, it's a, such a measly bloody discount, to be fair, yeah. after what they promised us and then what we're going to get, you essentially might as well, you might as well buy it buy on the disc. Buy
2: fucking game, and yeah.
1: And trade the fucker in because you'll you'll actually end up better off when you're done with it. Um, I just think that's real poor form from Sony, and it's one of one of their biggest mistakes they've made in a while. You know they've been really on on target with everything ever since the E3 conference last year. You know everything that they were saying from their mouths was was music to everyone's ears, and. There's, you know, they got the delay, and everyone sort of said, yeah, that's fine, we understand, we, you know, okay, that's fine. Then it got delayed again, and everyone's beginning to worry about the development, and then they start coming out with this shit. And it's, you know, fair enough they've they've backed off and done a U-turn, but it, it doesn't make them look any bad, does it? No, it's just, it, I
2: don't know, it's like they got caught being a douchebag, and they had to kind of take back a little bit, but they're still being a douchebag about it.
1: I just yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird move for them and they should have They they should have seen that coming really they should have done they 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 know that What it's like to be on the wrong end of press and bad publicity and they should have seen that coming Um, But You know all's well ends. Well they now revoked that and said that if you do buy the upgraded version for the reduced amount you are allowed to keep it for as long as you like regardless of the uh yeah uh, playstation plus subscription um, status yeah um finally we'll wrap up with a little bit of e3 news um microsoft have dated their conference and that's 9th of june i know what time that is in the uk uh, it's um i think uh, 5.30 in uh, the evening I believe it 's ten thirty um, conference time I guess was it was t- i mean i don 't know how it works and the time differences but i 'm pretty sure it's um it 's ten thirty over in the states and then uh, five thirty in the evening over here um, we obviously don 't know too much about what they 're going to be showing, but you can uh, expect halo five yeah. you can expect more quantum Quantum Break. You can expect more Sunset Overdrive. Possibly something to do with Gears. Um, you could probably also say that unless Activision do what they did last year, um, they'll be up on stage with Microsoft again this year. Because as we mentioned earlier, the, the the trailer was basically had you know running on the Xbox One at the front, and they've also confirmed that the exclusivity for dlc is is staying the next box one so you maybe see them there as well and i'm sure there'll be some surprises along the way i'm still hoping for shadow complex um do you you got any kind of inklings as to 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 maybe what they'll they'll go into I, at
2: this point who really knows i know that they're going to bring a lot of stuff i think both companies will
1: um but well there's been some leaks about sony's hasn't there um, how, reliable, how reliable those are I, I couldn't tell you but someone said a New God of War um, someone that also said that New God of War was just a Ascension remastered I can't believe that at all
2: if they save that, that for E3 else, then um, that's a problem
1: yeah if that's if that's one of their secrets that's, that is just not going to cut the mustard because that game did not sell well at all and it wasn't you know it I didn't think it was very good. Um, yeah. I didn't complete it, and I love God of War. Um, there were, what else was... I'll see if I can find out, because there was... Someone was absolutely adamant. Oh, the um, Beast. The Project Beast.
2: Oh, right, yeah. The, uh, uh, the Demon Souls looking game.
1: Well, everyone thinks that's going to be Beast Souls or whatever. You know, they 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 seem to think that, that is going to be the, the the sequel to to that, but um, apparently that will be making the rounds as well. Uh, um, uh, what else was it? Uh, Last Guardian, but that I mean that's that's that makes me think that whoever's leaking this or pretending to leak it is is bang off the money because I still don't think Last Guardian even exists in any kind of form at the moment. Um, I, I think that thing's buried at this point.
2: I think we'll never see the last guardian.
1: No, exactly. Um, so uh, I mean, there's going to be lots of rumours. Sony done a pretty stellar job last year of keeping that everything under the uh, under the belt and and uh, uh, keeping things quiet for E3. I don't know. I like it when I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I like I want to be surprised. It, you know, I, I you know that moment what do you think you know cuz that looks amazing or they're bringing something that you want I, I don't know we'll 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 see um ea have also announced that uh, they're going to be showing off six new games at uh, this year's e3 conference including uh, what we mentioned earlier star wars battlefront so that could be cool i mean ea they say they're showing off six new games let's face it madden and fifa are two of those Because they're new games, it'll be Madden 15 and FIFA 15, and technically they're new games. Um, Mirror's Edge 2, that's probably going to be there. We know it's coming. Um, We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's exciting because it is literally, what, a month away, Uh, 9th of June. So, yeah, it's a month away. Um, Kicking off on that Monday with with Microsoft. Normally Microsoft goes first. And Then Sony normally goes about five or six hours afterwards which fucks me right over because I normally stay up to that and it finishes about two o'clock in the morning. over yeah <laughs> so, uh, I can remember last year doing that. I, was, I got uh, I, started, I watched the Microsoft conference went to bed and then um, cause I, I missed the EA one then i watched the Ubisoft one and then the Sony one um, It's yeah it, It's exciting times for us, because, you know, last year was about the consoles, but this year's about the games. And it's really going to be interesting. You know, I'm keen to see what Halo's going to look like um, on on, on Xbox One. um, And also, if they're going to bring out the Halo 2 Anniversary Edition on Xbox One, that's going to be cool. Because that would be quite a little treat. They could say, this is Halo 5, that's next year, but running on the same engine. Yeah. Here's here's Halo Anniversary 2. That'd be quite cool.
0: Mm
1: I'd 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 be fine with it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, guys my favourite, Halo 2, so without a doubt my favourite. So, that'll be cool. Uh, and that's everything for the news, really, nothing much there. Um, let's have a little look to see if anyone has bothered to tweet in. I did put it out before the show that we are recording. I do believe we have had a tweet, but whether that tweet is anything half-interesting, I don't know. So let's have a look. Um, okay, so... Um me Mister rosa what Mister Rosa Mr Rosa Mister Rosa that's an interesting <laughs> game t- um sorry Twitter tag um he's tweeted him uh here goes hello lads wife is out and just finished team raider definitive edition great game, better than uncharted in my honest opinion <gasps> oh I don't know about that it's certainly very good. Um, I still think Uncharted 2 is probably one of the best third-person action games of all time So I I don't know, but it definitely was a step up from the last few games and I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing with that Um, His question is PS3 backlog long like earth circumference Um, I'm not sure I understand that question PS3 backlog long like Earth circumference or infamous second son ps4 Let's see here.
2: Let me read it. Question. Maybe I can't read. PS3 backlog long like Earth's uh, circumference or Infamous Second sun? So he has a backlog that is long as the Earth's circumference or Infamous Second Son. Uh, well, I guess. You could, you could knock out Infamous Second Sun in probably three days if you just sat down and played it.
1: You could, but if you've got a backlog of good stuff to play...
2: Oh everybody well, hey, that, does. I mean everybody's got if you've if, if you've been a PlayStation option. Plus member for the past year, you've got <laughs> shit to
1: play. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got that um that pile of shame for, for sure. I per, I would say do your backlog. It'll take you a couple of months and by then Infamous will have dropped in price. Um it is a great game and it is definitely worth getting. Uh um uh, but, you know, you could save yourself for few dollars if you're not you know, if you're not in an exact hurry to or if he uh, already owns it,
2: it he, he may already own
1: it. Well, that's true. In which case, yeah, you could crack that out in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Um, Big game hunter, Sean H, Sean Hizzle. Uh, thoughts on all the Sony E three leak data? Think there's any truth to it? Uh, what was laid out, looking legit to me? Uh, we've just discussed that. I can't. I really can't. I cannot see any point to a God of War: Ascension remastering. I just don't. And that, to me, is its weak link. I just don't see it. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, It's... The thing is, is that you're going to get a load of these stories in the next month.
2: Yeah.
1: And they're going to be full of stuff. And if you throw enough shit at a wall, some of it sticks. In other words, they're going to have some stuff that's probably going to be close but I don't think that these are accurate leaks. I think this is bits of of information people have overheard and are coming to their own conclusions. Some of it will be, um, um you know, clickbait. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I I just I just cannot. I cannot see anyone sitting down and saying it's Sony's... You know, office and saying, you know what would be a really good idea? Stick in that game that didn't sell overly well in HD. That'll sell even better. I can't. I understand the last um, Last of Us. That totally needs to come onto PS4. It's a need to, but it it, it, it fits. It should, and it's a great test for Naughty Dog for the technology. Um, it was an already gorgeous game that's probably going to look phenomenal on the PS4 and it sold a bucket load. God of War Ascension. Yeah. No. And guarantee you, if you were to ask average Joe Gamer in the street, name me three God of War games, he will go God of War One, Two and Three, he will fucking say Ascension. (laughs) And they've just released God of War on Beta. You know, the the collection resed up again. Um If they were to say God of War Ascension on the Vita, yeah, I could see that. You know, pushing it down, condensing it in, you know, I I could see that. I I don't see it being a headliner. No. And, you know what, even at this point, God of War 4, I don't think should be headlining anything. I'm a, a massive God of War fan. I really enjoyed the first three games. But even at this point, I don't think there's a Place in this world at the moment for another god of war game. I Don't either I I Think that that should come back at some point. I think Kratos should have swung his last blade At the end of three I don't I don't think any future god of war game should have him as the main protagonist I think that should be moved on to something else. I don't know come up with something You fucking paid to do that new stories new characters you've got a whole greek mythology to work with um i see e3 for surprise announcements of new ip i don't see them cycling kratos that again i just don't and that's to me that that and the last guardian are the two things that make me think this just i don't think it's real i mean like the last guardian I don't think it's like called The Last Guardian at this point. If uh, Team Ico are working on something, it's, I think that that name got dropped ages ago. I don't think it's only doing themselves any favours by winning that out again, because if they come out and say, um, oh, and look, The Last Guardian, and it looks amazing, and then everybody will go, all right, that's right, we'll see you another six years for the next bit. Yeah. What they do is they rename it, they show a lot more, and they show it closer to the end of development. They don't show it two years away. They show it so that you've you know coming this year because you you cannot say to them this is Team ICO's new game doesn't look really nice. You've got a five second clip and we'll let you know how it gets on because that just isn't going to cut any mustard anymore after The Last Guardian. So I think if The Last Guardian exists, it's not called that, and I I don't even know if it would be even at E3. I think that place maybe tgs would be a better place to announce that yeah because it's later on in the year if it's coming out next year that gives you know that could give them um less um of a gap between announcement and actual release date so i don't know we'll see these you know what that leak stuff could be absolutely bang on the money and everything comes true if it does i feel sorry for sony because this year would be microsoft's year because i just just seems really odd but, yeah. You
2: know. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I, it, it, hell, it may happen. I don't know. Are they crazy enough to do that? Then
1: fucking mm, let them More know. interestingly, is the Nintendo. Everyone seems to, you know, Nintendo are vehemently denying that they've got a new console. Everyone, you know, multiple respected sources saying, yeah, whatever, they've got a new console being announced. Um, I think a lot of eyes will be on Nintendo this year. <sighs> I mean,
2: all, all eyes are on them because I mean, this is their last chance. Yeah, they've got another console in them. I mean, they they said uh,
1: they've front, got another flop in them. But
2: well, wasn't it. wasn't GameSpot you know, early this morning? Weren't they saying uh, a, possibly a new Nintendo console, twenty fifteen? As early yeah. as twenty fifteen, is what they said.
1: Hmm. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, Well, you know, we spoke about this on the M4G podcast. Um, I can see him doing it. Um, I think the 3DS is, you know, old enough to a point where if they announce a console for later this year and early next year that would fit in about right, maybe. I think that they will burn a lot of bridges with fans if they announce a successor to the Wii U after less than two years. Um because they'll all scream, Well, you just didn't give it enough of a chance which is, is true. They haven't done enough with that. They've it's fucked up the market completely. Um, you know, nobody knows what that console is anymore. I don't even think Nintendo does. Um, completely lost all third party support um in almost one foul way they they fucked it up completely. But that isn't a time to then suddenly say, Okay, we'll get a new console out, because you all the people that did invest in them. All the people that did buy a console because they knew no matter what Nintendo would see them through with great first party titles. You pissed them people off. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think we'll see a handheld. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think so. You know, a touch screen. I think one screen. I think the dual screen thing's gone. I think that's maybe done. Three um, D's obviously done as well. But um, yeah, maybe. Something on par power-wise with the Vita, because, you know, however much I like the games that I play on my 3DS, you play a game on the Vita, and you f- you, it does put the, the quality of the game, you know, the, the look of the game and to shame on the 3DS, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. So I think something on par with that, maybe. We'll see. I think there's probably people right now at Nintendo thinking about how they can turn their fortunes around, because, yes, they've got a shit ton of Wii money left. But they are hemorrhaging that like crazy.
2: Oh, man, bad, badly.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they were saying, oh, Nintendo can have another 20 years and they'll still be on their Wii U money. Well, it doesn't work like that. Um, You know, every single day costs them in research and development uh, for whatever they've got planned in the future. It costs millions and millions and millions and millions of, you know, dollars or pounds or however you want to do it. It costs... You know, it's just, just sitting there and they you know, take yen out when they want to spend it. It's constantly draining and that and they you know, you think about it, the Wii U, but since then I mean, before then, GameCube died on its ass. The three D S nearly died on its ass. It took a year for that thing to to actually gather speed. And the Wii U, well, you know, they've announced so six million units sold
2: yeah
1: in a year and a half
2: um wow in six months
1: sony beat that yeah um and for every wii u that's boxed every day a wii u is boxed in their warehouse is costing them money so they haven't got three or four wii u failures in them they haven't because it isn't just about the money it's about the trust in that name yeah, and that name survived for hundreds of years um, off of the trust, and it's even gone through things like you know the the GameCube failure, um, and you know for every GameCube failure, it has a Wii success. I, just,
2: I mean, we've been over this a million times, but if they if they really 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 want to do this, they need to stop trying to be innovative. They need to be standard. Have a standard control scheme, yeah. standard you know high definition. Make an Xbox One, but yeah. label it Nintendo. That's all you yeah. got to do. And make fucking games for it. That, that that's that's the other part. That, that they could just rely on that. All they have to do that, you know they're like oh we we got this little handheld little pad that you can touch and you know and it does things on the screen and shit like that. You don't need any of that. Those are gimmicks. You exactly. Nintendo already has it. They need to make a console that is comparable to the PS4 and the Xbox One and then just release Nintendo licensed games for it and you will beat everybody out there. <laughs> you, you, if if you were to... All right, in 2015, if, say, January of 2015, you released a, the Nintendo... The Nintendo, just call it the Nintendo because everybody calls it a Nintendo. So release the Nintendo... It's as powerful as the Xbox One. has a regular controller. It comes launching with a new Legend of Zelda, a new 3D Mario, uh, I don't know, a a new Metroid. You want to do it that way. Those are three killer games. I guarantee you, you'll sell like gangbusters with those three games launching.
0: Mm. People, (laughs) People will
2: buy it with that. And if you promise more... If you if you come on E three and you show we get this new powerful system and we're going to have a full fledged Pokemon game on it, that's game over.
1: You've, is it? You've, um, j- yeah, it is. But is it? Well, no, I don't know. I, you know, I, hearing you say that, I don't know because I just don't think those type of gamers exist in floods anymore. It seems to me... Have you ever seen the numbers for Pokemon games? Yeah, but Pokemon 3DS didn't sell 15 to 20 million. It sold 1 to 2. No, I don't know about that. I'm sure it didn't... I mean... In the States, anyway. I couldn't tell you about Worldwide. Well here, you, sure here's a
2: bunch of teams. Well, see, here's my thing. You, you, you'll have those killer apps like Pokemon and Mario and Zelda and Metroid and Kirby and all that stuff, things that people love, things that people grew up with, okay? You'll have those on your system, but if you make it comparable to the systems that are already out, make it easy to develop for, you'll also have your Call of Duties. You'll have your Battlefields. You'll
1: have the support of the third party as well. Which means... they fucked that up. That's their biggest mistake, is that they fucked that up completely. Yeah, They have um, completely but, but ruined because, their third party. But that's because of the, the gamepad. Yeah. I mean, well, not just that, but, I mean, it's, you know...
2: It's not... You, you've... They've they created a black hole of shit. It's just, you know, like, <laughs> all right, we've released this gamepad, all right, well, all right, that may be innovative, but nobody wants to play their games like that. Nobody wants to sit down with their buddies and play Call of Duty with a gamepad. Okay? Um... So that means you're not going to sell a lot because I want to play Call of Duty. Well, I don't want to play it with a gamepad, so I'm going to get it on the Xbox. So there, you lost mm. sales there. All right? mm. You're taking your fucking time getting Mario and Zelda out, um, and people aren't buying your, your system because you don't have those apps that people want to play from a Nintendo property. So uh, you're losing sales there. Well, when you lose sales, your third-party guys will be like, "Fuck, this thing ain't selling. Why the hell are we going to waste time making stuff for it?" So that it's yeah, like it's, a, it's a domino effect of stop being innovative. That's that. I mean, that's the biggest thing. You need to stop trying to make innovative shit by using gimmicks.
1: But the problem is, is that they saw what they sold from doing that, and they think they can, you know, they can get all the lightning. It Doesn't always work that way, unfortunately. Well, the,
2: the thing is, is they went casual. All right, and that works one time. It only works one time, period. They mm. should have known this. Every single gamer out there, everybody, if they would have sat down and listened to any video game podcast, we were all saying that whenever when it was getting close to the Wii, the end of the Wii cycle, we were all saying mm. they need they they need they've they've captured the the the, the casual market, the casual market will not say, I need another Wii. All right? You need to go back to who made you great to begin with. You need to go back to the gamers. You need to go back to the geeks and the nerds, the people who grew up playing Mario and Zelda, <laughs> and you need to cater to them. Because you catered mm. to the casual, and it worked. But now the casual doesn't want you anymore. So Casual's who, got an iPhone. Yeah, casual casual has moved on, and casual just doesn't want the, the Wii 2 so you need to go you need to you need to go back to the gamers the hardcore guys who love their role playing games who love their action games you know um it, it, we got a whole new batch of guys who love shooting games you know call of duty's a big ip you cool. need you need to make a system where people are going to say i want to play my call of duty on the nintendo system that's going to be a very very difficult thing to do but if you can do it you'll be back on top because when you do that, you'll also have your Nintendo properties. people love those you'll have everything everything will be right there that you want it so so you can either do that, which is going to cost a lot a lot of money and a lot of time and I don't think Nintendo has it anymore, or you count your losses, you go to a handheld system only, and you make third and you you become a third party for the Sony and Microsoft
1: um. I don't know. They, it'll be interesting. That's why I think that's the that's the thing that I'm going to kind of be um, most interested to see this E3. Um, uh, what Nintendo have to say, whether those rumours are true, but you know we won't have long to find out. That's for sure. Yeah. So that wraps up this week's show. Uh, of course, you can follow us on the Twitter uh, yes. at John W UK for myself uh, at DML Fury for Drew over there. Um, you can follow the show, of course, at ZTGD Newsburst. Um, do you want to plug your show? Uh,
2: yeah. Um, we uh, went live today, with um, or Friday. Every Friday we go live with um, the um, Phoenix Down. Uh, we're playing through uh, Dragon Age Origins right now. And, um, yeah, definitely give us a shot there. Um, we're plowing through that game, having a good time
1: with it. And of course, I can follow the, the show on Twitter as well.
2: Yep, uh, it's um, at ZTGD Phoenix Now. Uh,
1: you can follow the main site and our illustrious leader, Ken, at ZTGD, and listen to us all ramble on for two hours on a Monday, which is the N4G radio podcast, which can also be followed on Twitter at n4g podcast it's all about the twitter nowadays it's always follow this on twitter follow that on twitter, it's all yeah. twitter. um we do have a facebook group i bet i guess i better mention that um which is uh, just search ztgd on facebook and you'll you'll come across us can't miss us all the idiots in the corner giggling and laughing um that's it for this week uh, we shall all things being well be back uh, to um, tickle your brain next week. Thanks for listening.
0: for granted. All the times that I thought would last somehow. I hear the laughter, I taste the tears, but I can't get near you now. Oh, can't you see?